Hi there, and welcome to the show. You're listening to another episode. Every other Tuesday, I release a short story about whatever's going on in the Parks household or whatever's in my head at the time. It's a way for you to get to know me a little better in between my rare disease interviews. A post from earlier this week uh, from my friends over at the Avery Project. Ooh, I'm going to read it to you. I had to change Avery's diaper while visiting a museum. We went into the public restroom, and the only changing area was a long countertop, high as you walk in, and a mirror right behind it. Behind me, another mother, her friend, and their two kiddos came in after me. They were the same age as Avery, but potty trained. One little girl went into the small stall, and the second kept trying to open her door. The mom said, wait for her to come out when she's done, honey. Everyone likes to have their privacy. But Avery had no choice for privacy. She had no choice about being exposed. The only choice was, does she have her diaper changed on the counter by the mirror or on the floor of a dirty public restroom in a stall? So I cried. Because this isn't the only time. Because ableism sucks. And she deserves better. Oof. (laughs) This... This right here is such a heart-wrenching problem. Society makes us to feel that we should just stay home. That our needs for accessible and inclusive bathrooms, adult-side changing tables, just don't make financial sense. This is wrong on so many levels, and it's not just in our bathrooms. It's everywhere. The parks, restaurants, businesses, airplanes, other public transportation. It's everywhere. We have to call ahead to make sure we can be regular-ish people everywhere we go. Or we do what they expect. What they would rather us do, maybe. We stay home. Sure, we do stay home for other reasons, like logistics of it all, the stress of it all, the fact that maybe our kids lose their noodle in public spaces, and it's all just too much to manage, but still. On road trips with Ford... I honestly will wait as long as possible before doing the diaper changing thing. Yeah, I know. It's not great. But dang. I keep two towels in my car. One for puke and one for changing him on the ground next to my car. Especially if I'm alone. I can't get him on a baby changing table by myself. He's like three and a half feet tall and he kicks like a kangaroo. The changing tables in public restrooms for babies are like 20 inches long. It's dangerous and it's not an option. So, so then what? The floor? The floor that has liquid on it splattered around of an unknown origin. The random scraps of teepee and seat covers fallen down. The dirt so apparent that you can actually see shoe prints in them. No. If I'm on the road, the bathroom is not the place. I pull the yoga mat out of my car, put it down on the ground and put the towel over it and I change him right there, hoping nobody's watching us and also feeling a couple things. I feel like Mom Giver for just getting it done, having a plan. And I also feel invisible to society because my son's needs are different than the majority. We obviously don't take forward to public places very much these days. And if we do go somewhere, 
we're really only going to be gone long enough so we could wait until we get home to change him. But over the holidays, I was telling you in a prior episode about the holiday like excursion that we have with Casey's parents where we run amok in just be merry all day. And we're gone all day, which is usually not a problem because we're always in the mall and they have a Nordstrom where I can lie for down on the carpeted floor in the mother's lounge and change his diaper safely, privately, easily. But we went out to dinner that day. Something we also never do with Ford. Can probably count on one hand the amount of times we've done that. And we were sitting outside in one of those clear COVID domes and it happened. Code Brown. Our food had not yet arrived, and it was something that could not be put off until we were done. So my mother-in-law came to the restroom with me, and there it was. Two bathrooms. So proud of the fact that they care about diversity and making them all gender nonspecific, which is great. Every bathroom in the entire Seattle proper has done that. But what about this diversity? What about people like Ford? There was no changing table, of course, in this bathroom that was so proud of their aesthetic. Just a floor with questionable liquids sprinkled throughout and scraps of bathroom tissue here and there. I pulled out this infant changing pad and put it under him that really only protected some of his skin from not touching the floor while my mother-in-law held his head so he wouldn't bash it on the concrete. These bathroom floor moments. There's so many kinds of those, aren't there? I will forever be on a mission to leave this place better than I found it. And things like bathrooms, they're on my list. I can't wait for the days that these public restrooms pat themselves on the back for actually making them inclusive and accessible. Where it's just so normal that the average person just expects it to be this way. We're going to make it happen, my friends. Disability is going to be trending, and it'll be the new bandwagon for everyone to jump on. And I can't wait. <laughs>